Hello and welcome to Quitters Never Give Up, the fan podcast about all things in the Kevin and Bean creative universe. I'm Lindsay, and today we have listener Edwin to recap the week that was 2010. Then we'll have Christopher with the podcast roundup. And finally, we'll talk a little bit about the April Fool's broadcast throughout the years on the Kevin and Bean show. Before we start, just a quick note that we are finally on social media. On Twitter, we are Quitters Never, and on Instagram, it's Quitters Never Give Up. So far on Twitter, we've managed to tag the incorrect Sarah for Miss Cleo episode, which happens to be the tweet that Bean retweeted, so we can't really take it down. Um, On Instagram, we have a picture of uh, Bean drinking the purple drink. There's Kevin making out with April, and Ralph getting mauled by Sharktopus. So... It's just about as janky as everything else we do, but we hope you enjoy it. We also want to thank Paul Lee for allowing us to use his original Quitters Never Give Up art that many of us still have on a t-shirt from back in the day. He's worked in multiple capacities with the Kevin and Bean creative universe, including recent Friday and No Bitch graphics, which you can see on his Instagram, which is Mopey Decker. Mopey, like Nopey with an M, Decker. So we'll start with Edwin in the week that was 2010. This week in 2010, they started talking about the Armenian comedian. I think uh, an Afroline caller mentioned him. So this happened, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> when am I going to be on your show? So the lovely Lisa May started off with a Sam impression. I love her impressions. <laughs> okay, the big news that week was that it was the Kev Dog's birthday. Yay. So we got to thinking, what's your favorite moment with Kevin? Christopher, what's your favorite moment with Kevin? It- has to be the um, terrorist situations and infallible word of God. I mean, that one, that one was just the best. Wait, did Christopher just have a moment with describing a moment with Kevin? Absolutely. Lindsay, do you have a favorite? That's a hard one. Mariasa, that's a toss up is great. 1709. They painted their faces Uh... red. They painted their faces red. Oh, I'm going to need a top 10, top 20, top 30. This one I put on my iPod because it just cracks me up from beginning to end. Have you had any of those meatballs? I have. Yes. Yeah. It's National Meat Dog Day. What? It's National National Meatball Day. What did I say? Meat dog? Meat dog. <laughs> I don't know what meatballs you're eating. It needs to be a new thing, though. I just created a new food. That's how good I am. Nobody's going to eat something called a meat, meat dog. dog. <laughs> Come back. Meatball day. By the way, um, this uh, bulletin while Ralph regroups is apparently apparently Beerbug is eating meatballs as many as he can, courtesy of our good friends at IKEA for National uh, Meat Dog Day. At, nope, nope, not yet, not yet. Not yet. And he is powering those down uh-huh. on Facebook Live right now on the Kevin Bean Facebook page. Right. He's eating the chicken ones and the veggie ones. And the, when, and I, when I left, <laughs> he had uh, thirty. He had thirty now. Oh my God. That was when I just left the office to come in here to this debacle. <laughs> so I don't know crazy. how many more he's powered down since. Kevin was skeptical about the jam. Oh, Lincoln Paris are so good. They said we put the jam on the on the meat dogs, and I was like, what, what are you talking about? Yeah. So I tried it, and it's amazing. Yeah. yeah so thanks. Turns out they know what they're doing. For National Meat Dog Day, for bringing us in those uh, meatballs, we appreciate it. Did that sound right to you coming out of your mouth, Kevin? No. You didn't even catch You, you didn't, didn't even know. hesitate. What did I think? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I said, what's meat dog? I'm going to hear Allie's impression of me again. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's pretty accurate. That's, being, that's a future Kevin. You're, you're looking a few years down the road, Allie, with that impression, but it's very close. Classic Kev dog. 
Oh my what I love God. about that is Chip, I have a whole file, a whole playlist of Chip's laughs because she always added so much to the show to me every time she started laughing at Kevin. It turns out I asked Miss um, Cleo, she was one of the interns that Miss Cleo was training. So I guess the greatness just passed from one generation to the next back then. Another big birthday that week, Angus Young, which is kind of funny considering that Kevin is on KLOS now and plays ACDC, what, five times a day? Yeah, at least. But of course, the very best cover of ACDC was Wing. So good old Wing, she was back again. That's what we need to call the party machine, whatever they call it on KLOS, and ask for the Wing cover of Back in Black. Have them play some Wing. Wouldn't that be awesome? Now, I consider myself, I'm kind of the Indiana Jones of the archive. I crawl through there. I don't get crushed by boulders, but I find odd things. This was a very important moment in the Kevin and Bean show. Comes from our pal Bean. I'm Bean, so what do I love more than anything? Death. Death, Death, right. (laughs) So Bean even admits he loves death. So he did a very bizarre story about a guy who dug up his wife. It's kind of gross even to think about. And then after telling this wonderful story... There you go. That's your that's your death update for today. All right. Good. Good times. <laughs> we need to make that a regular feature. Bean loves it. It practically is. Yeah. So I think that's how it started. So I'm going to go through the archives in the coming weeks, and we'll see. I bet that's when the theme song came, the Bean Loves Death, and that became a regular feature. Oh, wow. 2010. Yeah. Bean Loves Death. 2010. Bean had been bringing in oddball stories before, but I think even he had to admit by then that he was obsessed with death. This was funny. This was one of the first calls they had that week. This is kind of going to lead into one of our other subjects. What's up, Kevin Bane? Hi, Lisa. Hi, Dawn. What's happening, man? We've been very good. You? Guess who I met? Those two stars from the 90210. You met them. Shanae Grimes and Anna Lynn McCord. How did you meet them? (laughs) Yep. How? Where? Somewhere in West Hollywood. Well, you just bumped you just you just ran into them on the street, or they were having a personal appearance, or what, Duan? Just ran them on the street. No way! <laughs> no way! Ah, oh, he got us. <laughs> See, because it's April Fool's Day, so he didn't just actually serve you. So Duan got in on the action. I can't figure out after listening to that a couple of times. Did he come up with it on his own? Maybe being fed it to him, hey, told him, hey, call in and give us an April Fool's. And that does sound like Dewan because he was obsessed with the 90210 back then. Oh, one last thing. Celebrity birthday that week was John Astin. He was Gomez Adams on the old Adams Family TV show. Kevin and Bean have a connection to that because they did an Adams Family marathon when the new movie came out in the 90s. And I have the beginning to that, the intro. Hi, and welcome to the Channel 9 Adams Family Marathon. I'm Kevin. This is Bean. We do the morning show on 106.7 K-Rock. We're hanging out on Thanksgiving Day with with chili fries and milkshakes. Seriously, the breakfast of champions. And happy holiday from all of us at K-Rock and Channel 9. I think that might have been one of the last TV gigs they did. And uh, years later, I sent a DVD of all those segments because I recorded it at the time to Ralph. And he mocked them endlessly. 
And yeah. I think they said, yeah, we deserve your scorn. And I think that might have been the last TV thing they did. But you can look it up on YouTube. It's very funny, I think. So that's basically for that update for the 2010, the week that was. Awesome. That was hilarious. I remember them always being on, on Channel 9 for the weirdest things. And then they would do KDOC, too. Oh, yeah. They, did, um, they would do Total Request Video. Total did Request Video. That show? Yeah, that was pretty And yeah, and KCAL all the time. Godzilla Theater yeah, was, was another cool, one. Man. Oh, Total Insanity was another one they did. It was a pilot. <laughs> Very funny story. They did the pilot. The people said, yeah, we'll get back to you. Then they called them a couple weeks later, like, oh, yeah, uh, we're shooting that in Hawaii with new hosts. <laughs> they didn't even oh, call man. them and tell them they were out. All right. Let's go on to the podcast roundup. Every week, we like to take a look at all the podcasts in the Kevin and Bean creative universe. Today, we're going to start off with Janky Town. Now, Janky Town must have heard from Bean that we were the jankiest podcast around because they came with the janky this time. First off, it didn't drop on Monday. It dropped on Wednesday. That's because uh, Omar's computer crashed and it didn't get recorded. So they had to record another one. They lost a whole bunch of calls that they went over. They don't even they didn't even try to redo any portion of it. And then they did Wheel of Bad Animal Voices. The way they did it was super janky. That's insane, man. So uh, Bear was just chilling. So let's see if we can get this bear on the phone, man. Well, nice. let's call that cabin and see who answers. Because <laughs> yeah, right, you have the bear's number on uh, That's crazy. That's a great point. Sorry. <laughs> so they didn't even get it right that they were going to call the cabin and not the bear. But then let's see what happens when they actually call. Call the bear. Wow. That's hey, is the bear going to pick up? Uh, um, I don't know. <laughs> hey, Muggs, I'm calling your phone. Hey, you reach my shelf. Please leave a message. <laughs> what is happening? Record you Muggs, message. what is happening, Muggs? I Did you not know I was going to call you? <laughs> what are you doing? Remember okay. the meeting when we said, hey, we'll call Muggs, and you just yeah, you pick up. He'll just you. pick up. <laughs> Apparently not, because like, I didn't really, I thought we'd, we'd just be doing it on the microphone. This is where I feel we can all relate to Lindsay's pain with the rest of how the bad animal voices goes. Well, I'm going to call the cabin now, Muggs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, green, okay. green, but, green, okay. green. No, no, no. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. So, so Muggs, when you pick up, just turn yeah. down your Miggy microphone there, okay? And then we won't okay. be able to hear you. Because I have Because uh, uh, you have a little knob there on the little red box. Right. Which you can just turn oh, yeah. down, you jackass. Oh, wait. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Can you hear me it's, now? It's been a while, guys. Uh, it's been a can while. you hear me now? I can still hear you, yeah. <laughs> well, it's okay, the wrong knob. The right it's knob. the wrong knob. You're turning. <laughs> no, he's the right knob. Uh, Such a hold knob. on. Lindsay can relate to Omar in that clip as to trying to tell us how to how we're recording and we're not sharing our screen and we're muted and all those all those kind of things. Good I still think we have a slight lead in jankiness. I don't Absolutely. know, but they're catching uh, up. That was definitely janky because it went even worse from there for the rest of the clip. Moving on to great news. Uh, episode 37, they interviewed Joseph Valadez, a 60-year-old man who spent most of his life in prison and turned his life around to graduate from Cal State Long Beach. They talked about, I guess, the oldest police officer in the country. But anyway, I just thought it was funny because of a couple of things. Let's, well, I'll play the clip. All right. My next story comes out of Camden, Arkansas. There is a police officer there named Elsie Buckshot Smith. Yeah! 
Buckshot is 91 years old. Oh, come on. Hey! 91-year-old L.C. Buckshot Smith is the oldest police officer in the state. He moves a little slower Stop. now. Stop. Just the state? That's what I was thinking. He's got to be the oldest in the world. The reason I bring that up is I just want you guys to know I'm changing my name to Edwin Buckshot Miller. So next podcast, I want you to refer to me as Edwin Buckshot Miller. Kevin brought up that if you're robbing a bank, who do you want to show up You know, as a policeman, the 91-year-old guy? But what, still, cool name. Yeah, definitely Buckshot. Well, what I thought was weird is that why isn't he the oldest cop in the world? 91 years old. He's got to like, be up there, that's for sure. Yeah. My, I was right there with Mike. On episode 39, uh, a woman left a funny, honest obituary for her husband. But uh, the interesting part is we learn how Kevin wants to be memorialized. When I go, I want to have my ashes made into paintballs, and then there'll be a giant paintball war. Dude, that's an amazing idea. <laughs> just came Seriously, up with like it. a great idea. You can have it. So yeah, Kevin wants to be shot out of a paintball gun. Am I crazy to think I'd like to be shot by Kevin's ashes? That would be an honor. Well, do you remember what Bean wants to have happen to him when he dies? Just be thrown in a tree. <laughs> It was one of the first bad examples. I think Donna wanted to just preserve him and keep him around the house, right? I don't know, but being he's not very sentimental about being buried. So, yeah, he said, throw him in a tree. They're like, that's kind of hard to throw a six foot six guy in a tree. (laughs) And then we also reflect on Kevin's Hall of Fame career. I'm touched by the fact that you're a grown man with a legendary career in broadcasting and you have your shirt on backwards. (laughs) Do I? (laughs) Well... That's how it goes. You're a grown, a grown oh. man with children that has a, a huge, long-lasting career. <laughs> Do you think this is uh, out of the ordinary? <laughs> <laughs> that made me feel good. Wait, that when did you uh, realize? At, right as you were giving that last little speech oh, about, you did. Your, okay. about uh, gotcha. the, the great people. About volunteering. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm Look, okay with it. It looks ha- cool. It's it, kind of cool. It's how I roll. Yeah. Yes, that's how he rolls. With his shirt backwards, probably not wearing pants still. Well, uh, anyhow, anyone who thought Kevin had lost a step, I say no. Hall of Fame. Moving to the Ralph Report. They talked about Comic-Con being back on for an in-person event in November during Thanksgiving. Ralph talked about how he was on Family Feud with Kevin Smith. Again, one game show he was never able to get into. And then it was a short week so they could spend spring break with their kids. On a cup of tea in the chat, when Allie wished Kevin a happy birthday, Kevin replied in Spanish. And so she replied, sin dientes, which was a joke from the old show where apparently the only Spanish phrase Kevin knows is con tu boca, sin dientes, which is with your mouth without teeth. So Bean was totally confused. He was looking it up, trying to figure out what sin dientes meant. It had me rolling the whole time. Then Donna joined the podcast with Bean in studio. Well, I believe it was the Monday show. Bean mentioned that they rented a car to drive around a little bit. And I guess Bean hasn't driven since he lived in America, I believe. And plus, he's on a different side of the road. And I think he said he knocked someone's rearview mirror off. So good going, Bean. (laughs) Yes. That was pretty funny. Um, yeah, the, the thing that was funny about that was that the rental car company made him sign a waiver that he wouldn't transport any professional performers or celebrities. Isn't being a Hall of Fame performer, professional celebrity? That's a good point. Yeah. Now he's in trouble. Is that what you're saying? 
I don't know. Interpol's looking for him. I'm sure. I didn't even think about that. And then a listener called in and brought up an interesting fact about Yule Hauser. I just got finished uh, listening to episode 69. Great episode. And I have a fun fact about Yule Hauser that you may not know. Okay. Are you are you prepared for a fun fact about the beloved well, late television personality Hulhauser? I'm not going to say how I know this, but oh. trust me, I have a first-hand experience, if uh, you can say that. Hulhauser has. Do I do I hit play? Give me huge dong. The biggest penis I had ever seen <laughs> in my life. Now. I could go into detail how I know, but I'm not going to say it. Please don't. Just let you guys know. Oh, my God. Like, impressive. Impressively impressive. Okay. Huge. All right, we, no, we I mean, we this could be one of those almost famous stories, but I'm going to save you the trouble. Yeah. It is yeah. huge. It is not small. That's amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. That's my Hugh Hauer impression. But that drop of Give Me Huge Dong is going to be an uh, eternal drop from Ali now. They moved on to talk about what the hell is Audacity. So Intercom or Radio.com is changing their name to Audacity, which sounds like Audacity, which is Audacity. Odyssey. 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 Yeah. It's it's even tricky to read it. Just try and read it. But uh, yeah, it's Odyssey. And they suspect they're going to drop all their radio. Bean says this is just going to bring K-Rock closer to Musica, Musica, Musica. But the thing that I think was the most interesting, in this segment, we find out that Allie drank whiskey and smoked a joint with Merle Haggard. So Allie, always been one of my favorites, earning some street cred there. Going back over to episode 71, they had the quiz show Wednesdays. And this time around, it was listener Leah was the quiz master and quizzed Bean and Allie, which is pretty fun. But the one thing she touched on, which I guess segues into our next segment, is Leah was fooled by the April Fool's Mall of America West joke. Do you guys remember this joke? No. no? Really? Oh, I was listening at the time. And the funny thing is, I this was on a Friday, and on Fridays I always worked in Anaheim. And my sister that got me into Kevin and Bean was with me. And we're listening to him doing the whole show. And I thought it was real. I even cruised by the five freeway and I'm like, well, I don't see them all of America West. Yeah. That was an amazing prank though. The work they put into their pranks, they didn't just tell a lie. I think Ben went into that, you know, telling a lie to someone's not a great prank, but the work they put into them is impressive. And, and they always got me too, even though I knew it was April 1st, they did it so well. They got me every time. They said that there's going to be a mall of America West, which will be even bigger than uh, the Mall of America. And they, they had Dodgers record clips that they were there signing. They went to the mall and got sound effects. They interviewed people that were shopping. So they made everybody believe it was a totally real thing. And then so Kevin talked about this prank and all of the other great pranks. And this prank actually got them in trouble with the FCC and ended April Fool's pranks for the radio. That's how amazing this prank was. Let's listen to... Kevin, break it down for us here. My former partner and I ruined April Fool's Day. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, what are we going to do for April Fool's Day, dude? And you're like, not happening. There's an FCC rule against it. The Federal Communications yes. Commission does not allow any radio station to... To mislead its um, listeners into thinking that there's something... I don't know the wording, but basically... basically 
Yes. On April Fool's Day. On the yes. first of April. It, yes. it, it, it zones in on that day. A the, rule. The first one that we did that I remember uh, that went wrong <laughs> was in 1998. And Radiohead was playing in Los Angeles that night, April 1st. I do remember this. And we had uh, Ralph Garman come in, and he studied um, Tom, Tom York mm-hmm. very closely. He has a really interesting speech pattern. Got the, the voice perfectly right, but also answered the questions the way Tom would probably would have answered right. the questions. So we have Tom York in the studio. I'm putting that in air quotes. And being at one point makes fun of his lazy eye. <laughs> yeah. And a fight ensues, and there's chairs being thrown, and everything's just going crazy. You know what? I made fun of Tom's lazy eye in person. He didn't hit me or anything. He was no. just like, he just looked sad. It's <laughs> moved on. I would never do it to him. Right. right. Of course not. So there's chairs flying, and everything's going crazy. And then Bean and Tom York go to the hospital. <laughs> right. So we're we're really, really making this as real as possible. Right. And the first second that I knew something was in trouble was the record company called. The record company that has Radiohead called and said, what is Tom York doing there? Why wouldn't he have told us that he was coming to your station? And what's this about a fight and yes. going to the hospital? Where is he in the, what, in the hospital? There was a show that night, right? Yes. And so they yes. were, right. And all day long, people were calling going, Oh, I remember. I was on the air that night. People were calling asking if the show was still on. I was like, yeah, it was a joke. Hey, is, what's the date today? Is Radiohead still playing? Yeah. Yes. 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 It wasn't the real Tom York. Right. So that was one. Right. <laughs> and the management got mad at us for that. Why? <laughs> Number two was in 2002 of the... These are the ones Four that we, years later, that we got in trouble for. Having learned nothing. We used to call uh, people in the 909 the Valley of the Dirt people because mm-hmm. it made us laugh. <laughs> and it also bugged some of them. Right. Like That's enough, odd. Right. Enough that it made us like it. This, right. So to make it up to them on April Fool's, we did a breakfast with Blink-182. Right. And on we, April Fool's Day, yes, breakfast with Blink-182. But what we did was we called Blink-182 and we said, can you come a week early to the station? Mm-hmm. Quietly. Yes. And they set up in the parking lot to play. All right. And we brought out employees to be the audience. I and, remember being invited to this. And we did a full breakfast with Blink-182 on tape. Right. And then on April Fool's, we said, this is our 909 apology tour. <laughs> <laughs> and they're at the Ontario Mall. Just drive around. You can't miss it. Oh, man. And people were circling. Taking off work yes. and heading out there, driving And they're listening to, to the show. They're playing. like, damn it, it's happening now. I love this song. I want to see it happen. It's right here somewhere. I've been around this mall 70 times. Where is it? And we would just keep saying you can't miss it. It's just bastards. Well, that was the second to last one. And then the last one was the Mall of America West. That one people still mention. Yes. I've you remember the Mall of America in Minnesota? It's a big sure. small. The largest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we had the Mall of America West and we spent probably a month working on this. We would go to malls. We would interview people. We would get sound. We would, Ralph would be the manager. Why don't you use your powers for good, Kevin? Uh, Ralph would be <laughs> the manager of one of the stores. Right. Um, like Fat Gap. You right. know, we realized some of them <laughs> right. were funny, but then we also went to the Los Angeles Dodgers. And Mike Piazza was there at the time. And mm-hmm. he and a couple of other players, we said, look, we're doing a stunt for April Fool's. And it's going to be April 1st. We're saying it's the Mall of America West. Right. And can you guys just play along and say, bring the kids. Right. We're going to sign stuff as long as people come. <laughs> so you had the real Dodgers yes, actually yes. on the air. And they played along with it. Right. Because it's hilarious. Right. It's funny. 
So then all morning we were broadcasting from the Mall of America West. <laughs> I mean, and, how do you not, I mean, if you're going to go look for something like that, you would think it's going to take three or four years to build this place if it's that large. When I you think, go, oh, I, wait a minute, I it's April people Bulls. just don't pay attention. I guess. I think. I guess. So we had that. We had balloons for the kids. Oh, we that's were, nice. And we said, uh, is it Anaheim just off of five? Like vague enough <laughs> that there was no right. way anyone could find it. Right. That's and, Disneyland. And um, the calls started coming, and then the Anaheim Chamber of Commerce complained. <laughs> and then our, haven't opened any then our general manager came into the studio yelling. Trip Reeb. Yelling at Bean and I. How many and times are saying, you go on the air and you tell them that's fake. <laughs> Which made me laugh, too. <laughs> I know. I've been yelled at by Trip. <laughs> because he was so yes. angry. Sure. And then Bean, as quick as could be, goes, yeah, I don't know how to do that. Maybe you should. That <laughs> must have set well with <laughs> So he said, I will. And at the very end of the show, Trip came on. He was very disappointed. <laughs> this was all a prank. <laughs> it's April Fool's. It's all a prank. And Kevin and Bean will be dealt with. He was so mad. Because it was an April Fool's joke? Uh, we just went so far in that it was impossible not to I mean, that's a leave. month worth yeah. of work to put it, to get the Dodgers involved, the yes. actual Dodgers. Wow. Yeah, that was amazing. I remember hearing that, and I was, I think I was working, and I didn't even think of going down there. I was like, ah, another thing I missed. At the end of the 909 Apology Tour, Trip yeah. Reed came on, and it was Mr. Wet Blanket. Let me play that real quick. It was a fabulous show. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Shut and um, Just shut up about that. Enjoyed it thoroughly. I did. Come on. And uh, and uh, that's pretty much it. He just okay. want to ruin it. That's how you enjoyed it, but now he just want to trash it. Well, I'm not sure that I'm ruining it, but, you know, that's uh, I did want to make it clear to people that there is no point in looking around for this event anymore because, in fact, um, it's not out there. It actually took place uh, <clears throat> last week. Well, and I was hoping that, and Kevin and I talking about this, I was hoping that tomorrow, in fact, it would be interesting for you to discuss how you put this whole thing well, together. Well, we were planning on it. That was our plan well, I think it's before the enemy of fun came in here and a, pooed I, all over us. I think it's a good idea. It's still Jesus a good Christ. idea for tomorrow. Why don't you so, come in every day and ruin every joke we do? <laughs> so the event that's already over, you just want everybody to know that it's not real. That's correct. Terrific. Okay. Important input. Thank you. Thank you, Travis. <laughs> All right. Back to you, Tammy, Tammy Heidi's coming up next. So 40 minutes nonstop. K-Rock, Creed, and Weezer, and System. Whatever. K-Rock. But the Tom York one got me, too. Did you ever hear that one? I was listening that day, too, and I was just laughing at how Bean was picking on Tom York. And then the fight happened, and I just stopped everything I was doing and just started listening. I didn't realize that it was April 1st. And then they kept updating that, you know, they're in the hospital waiting for Bean to come out. And then it had me going. That was the one that got me really good. Yeah, I listened to that one live, too. And same as you. I knew it was April 1st. I knew Kevin and Bean were great at pulling those pranks off. And I fell for it hook, line, and sinker. And I think they might have said this on Janky Channel, the B team. That might have been Ralph's first on-air appearance, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. So we didn't know they had a guy that can do impressions and he did such a great job and Bean would say cruel things to celebrities. So everything just came together perfectly to make that prank work. And it's interesting that, you know, another major thing they did is created an FCC rule that Kevin can't even really remember what the rule is, but 
They, there's got to be like four or five FCC Kevin and Bean rules now. Yeah, we should try to research that. For sure, the one where you can't say someone died on the air, that's them. You can't do the April Fool's jokes, that's them. They must have four, maybe five Kevin and Bean rules. And they always oh, say, yeah. we're fine with you making these rules, but call it the Kevin and Bean rule. Oh, we forgot the Jerry Lewis one. That's another one. Yeah, I think that's where you can't call anybody and pretend to be someone else now. Well, do you guys remember they used to switch with other stations at the time? I remember one time I tuned in K-Rock and it was Mark and Brian. And I'm like, wait, what? And then, oh, it's April 1st. A lot of stations used to do that back in the day. Yeah, one time they they I tuned in and they switched with a Mexican station. And I was like, oh, it happened. Musica, musica, musica. And I just turned it off. I didn't realize it was April Fool's until the afternoon when k-rock was back on the air i think they switched with power 106 one time also yes with the baker boys and then well, that's a funny joke it's too bad they don't do that anymore well who really gets um, hurt if cool. you have to switch to the other station to hear musica 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 they could figure it out right <laughs> going back to uh klos ali was on klos and ali was talking about getting her vaccine we have been talking about your first vaccination, your COVID vaccination, and you have someone on the phone here, I Kevin? I do. Allie McKay. Allie McKay? Who I worked <gasps> with for a long time. Hey, Allie. Get out of here. Hi. Hi. Sluggo. What are you doing? Are you having a cup of tea and a chat with Bean? <laughs> oh, look at you. Isn't that the worst name of a podcast ever? <laughs> I mean, it's not great. So, the only thing, you it's know, not great news. <laughs> you know what I wanted? Huh. I wanted Bean and Abroad because he's overseas. Oh, my God. Abroad. That's right? perfect. That's so much better. Right? Yeah. So much oh, better. That is solid. But, yeah, so, thank you so much. So Allie has quite the story about the vaccine. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. All right. Let's let's yeah. hear it. Well, I got, uh, I got vaccinated last week, and I thought, all right, this is pretty good. The, that night, I thought, okay, n- nothing, feeling good. The next day, I thought, oh, maybe it wasn't the best that we're going to record the podcast because Bean is in London, I'm in LA, so we record very early. Mm-hmm. So I wake up and I go get my coffee and I'm like, well, that's weird. That is a very cold right foot. Oh. And I thought, but nothing else is cold. But wait, left but foot that, fine? No, left foot fine, everything else fine. Weird. So I sat down and I did what everyone does. I Googled and I Googled cold right foot vaccine. <laughs> nothing coming up. Right. I thought maybe, maybe some extremity thing would come up. Nope. Right. So then I think, okay, well, maybe my foot's just cold. No big deal. But then I go get another coffee, and it's getting increasingly colder. Wow. Like, well, this is just crazy. So no worries. I'm fine. Everything's going to be okay. I sit down to do the podcast, and I glance down at my right sock. Mm-hmm huge hole in my right sock. Every time, every time I step on my cold floor. Oh my. So Allie's fighting her own foot now. Yeah. yeah. That was that was hilarious. She was thinking story. that was a side effect. I love how she Googled it. Cold right foot. I saw them at the troop, by the way. 